Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Welcome to the art studio. I am your host, Dan Burke. I hope all of you are having a great day in your art studio, and I hope the art is coming out well. You all have uh, heard the story of how the water in Flint, Michigan is basically poisoned with lead and iron. Uh, now, uh, government officials knew about it for quite some time. Uh, they decided that they weren't going to take action. They were going to wait on it. Uh, they were going to do more testing, they claimed, for another year. As different officials, including the EPA, said, no, 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 it's, it's problematic right now. The lead's going into the water. Everybody's drinking it, including the kids. If you don't know this, once you ha get lead in your system, you can't get it out. One kid lost 27 pounds. He's having trouble remembering words he knew. He's sick. We don't know if it's connected to Legionnaire's disease, but Legionnaire's disease popped up at the same time. Ten people killed, 87 others uh, that are hospitalized. Uh, and you've got all these cases of people being sick over and over again. Meanwhile, the government's like, eh, I don't know. Let's wait on it. Because God forbid somebody question our decision, and it was done to save money. Now, I want to, at the end, get back to, did they really have to save the money? Why? Right? So that's very important. Let's get to that. But first, I want to give you the uh, recent news that's coming about, out about this story. Uh, it turns out Governor Rick Snyder's emails, he's the governor of Michigan, of course, and other communications have been subpoenaed as part of an ongoing class action lawsuit over the city's water crisis. So he had released some emails from 2014 and 2015. Some were redacted. Uh, he did not go back to 2013. The decisions they made in 2013, it turns out, might be very relevant. Uh, so they're suing for understandable reasons. If your kids were poisoned, I think you'd probably sue too. Uh, I know I would. I'd do anything I could to get justice for that. Uh, and uh, lo and behold, it turns out he didn't release all the emails. Interesting. Well, now remember, this all started when the emergency manager that he put in. Now, Snyder is a former venture capitalist. Oh, businessman! You run the government like a business. Oh, Flint's having uh, financial troubles. Uh, so I'm going to bring in an emergency manager, and that emergency manager is going to tell them what to do, okay? This uh, local democracy, it doesn't work. You just get in a corporate boss there, and he tells them what to do. Now, to be fair, the guys uh, that were the emergency managers there, Ed Kurtz uh, was the emergency manager at the time. Before the city council ever voted on it, he's the one that uh, authorized switching from the water system that was working, the Detroit system that they were using, to the Flint River, which was problematic. Now, I say to be fair to him, because it turns out, in the latest twist, that he didn't want to go in that direction. Uh, the chief financial officer that he brought along, Jerry Ambrose, in an unrelated lawsuit, had testified earlier, before this whole scandal broke out, that, in fact, Kurtz met with uh, people who were looking into the quality of the water, including the Michigan Department of Environmental Quality, and rejected the switch. But he was overruled. By who? The governor's office. Wow, that's interesting. So let me tell you more about that. Howard Croft, the former director of public works for Flint, who resigned in November 2015, asserted more than four months ago in a videotaped interview with ACLU of Michigan that the decision to use a dangerously corrosive river came directly from the Snyder administration. 
In the interview, Croft said that the decision to use the river was a financial one with a review that went up through the state. When they pressed him on it, uh, well, how high did it go? He said, quote, all the way to the governor's office. So it turns out it was Snyder's office who decided to use uh, the questionable water in the first place to make that switch. Well, why? To save money. That's what they say. So let me give you details on that. State officials, according to the Motor City Muckraker, dismissed the complaints uh, about all the problems with the water, saying the discolored, foul-tasting water was just, quote, aesthetic and posed no health hazards, despite two studies that showed elevated lead levels, especially in children. Uh, the Republican governor's administration appointed the emergency manager who decided to disconnect uh, Flint from safe uh, public water source and draw instead from the Flint River to save between $1 million and $2 million a year. Now, that's Leo Girard, international president of United Steelworkers, talking about the cost element of it. So the two things we find out there is, on the one side, the papers are saying people are reporting water that's yellow and orange, and, and they're reporting nausea and dizziness and all these uh, effects of uh, obvious sicknesses. And the government doesn't believe its own people. I mean, they, they don't believe in democracy in the first place. They have all these emergency managers. They're going to run this thing like a goddamn business, okay? And if you get crushed along the way and your kids get poisoned, so what? I don't care. We're cutting costs. I'm going to say $1 to $2 million. Now, there's some speculation that it wasn't even about the $1 to $2 million, that Governor Snyder had other uh, interests in mind with the frack near uh, the pipeline, et cetera. I don't know anything about that. They're going to have to do more investigations on that. But at a bare minimum, even his administration says, no, no, we were doing it to save a couple of million bucks. Okay. Now, why did you need to save a couple of million bucks? That's because it turns out Snyder cut taxes, not for the average person, for the corporations in Michigan so deeply that he put them in a massive hole. Quote, businesses paid $1.7 billion less annually after Snyder cut their tax bills. So the guys who's always telling you, I don't have money to make your kids water safe. Turns out the reason they don't have the money is because they gave away $1.7 billion per year. So far it's over $8.5 billion in Snyder's administration since he's been governor of Michigan. They've been funneling all the money to the corporations who coincidentally funded Snyder's campaign to get elected. What a wild coincidence. I bet money in politics doesn't make any difference. It's all coincidences. The corporations were just simply talking to Snyder. And Snyder said, wow, that's such a good idea. The, I'll give you $8.5 billion, and then I'll tell the other schmucks that they got to pay up, and their children have to get poisoned. So what do you mean, get pay up? Okay, get a load of this. An analysis by the Detroit Free Press in 2014 showed individuals were forking over a total of $900 million more a year. So when Republicans say, I'm going to lower taxes, they don't mean for you. No, your taxes are going to go up by $900 million a year. They mean they're, I'm going to lower for my corporate buddies who got me into office in the first place. So when you cut revenue for the state by $1.7 billion a year, what do you think is going to happen? they got to get the revenue from somewhere, so they're going to tax you more. And then on top of that, they're going to say, oh, we're out of money. Sorry, we don't have money for your kids' education. We don't have money for your tap water. I had to save one to two million dollars in Flint. So I, I'm golly gee, I ran out of money. Is that funny? After I gave it all to my corporate buddies, I ran out of money. <laughs> yeah, great. Elect me again. God damn it, man.
So, and what does uh, Mr. Snyder do? I mean, he's a Republican. He doesn't like Obama. No, 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 no. And they hate federal government handouts. They hate welfare, right? They don't want now, corporate welfare. They love it, right? $1.7 billion to the corporations, that welfare. Oh, love it, right? But no, when it comes to the government, no welfare. Funny, they run into a problem. And what does uh, Snyder do? He goes to President Obama and the federal government and begs for money. He appealed to President Obama's denial of his request to declare Flint a federal disaster area and give him $96 million to fix it. Well, so you went crying home to daddy, and now all of a sudden you want welfare, you want $96 million. Why don't you go ask your fucking corporate friends that you gave $8.5 billion to in your term to get that money? Oh, no, 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 no. We can't tax the corporations. We can't ask for our money back. The people of Michigan, they can't ask for their money back from corporations. No, no, hey, government, federal government, please, please, please give me $96 million. It turns out I gotta fix this mess that I created. They don't care about legislating. They don't care about representing you. They represent their donors, the people who got them elected. When is this gonna get through people's head? You need an amendment for the whole country. We're not doing private financing of elections anymore. If you do private financing of elections, the people who privately financed it will get all the money from the state. They'll get it all from the federal government. It's an amazing stat. Did you know that in the last five years, the top 200 corporations who have given money to politicians, they've given an astounding $5.8 billion. That's a lot of money. $5.8 billion uh, to federal government officials through campaign donations, lobbyists, et cetera, over the last five years. You know what they've received in return? $4.4 trillion from the federal government. Conservatives, you don't like crony capitalism? Well, let me tell you, brother, I despise it. Liberals hate it. Conservatives hate it. Libertarians hate it. All American citizens hate it. The politicians love it. They live it. They breathe it. They don't have to drink it. No, you got to drink it. So that kid I was telling you about, uh, his mom is Leanne Walters. She lost 27 pounds, sick, got the lead in his system now, he's tested, he has it in his blood, they can't get it out, there's no fixing it. So Leanne says, he's going to deal with the side effects for the rest of his life. I don't think there's a word angry enough to describe my anger. If you don't publicly finance the elections, the people who pay for the elections will own all of our politicians. You have got to fix the system, because whose water is next? They're cutting everywhere. They're taking everything they can and giving it to the private donors. If you don't want them to extract all the wealth and take your taxes and increase the taxes you're paying and destroy our society, you're going to have to change the system. You got to get up. Somebody's not going to do it for you. You think President Obama's going to do it for you? He sat on his ass for seven years, didn't do a thing to change this system. What do you do to change this system? Not a goddamn thing. You're still waiting for a white knight to ride in on in his armor on a horse? Are you nuts? <laughs> a friend of mine put this well. Some people are waiting for Congress to pass the amendment. <laughs> but asking Congress to cure the problem with Congress is like asking cancer to cure cancer. They're not going to do it. You got, luckily, there's a place in the Constitution. It says it, the founding fathers were geniuses. They put it in there. They said at some point the government will get so corrupt, 
the states will have to call for a convention to get the goddamn amendment. We need the amendment to make sure that we don't finance elections this way so they stop robbing us. So you got to get up. Look, our answer is Wolfpack, wolf-pack.com. You come join us. We're a bunch of warriors, and we're ready to go to war because it's our kids next. It's your kids next. They're going to extract all the wealth until they've sucked the country dry. So you got to stop them. You got to get up. Wolf-pack.com. If you don't think Wolfpack's the answer, go out there. Find the answer. You got to fight back, though. If you don't, they're coming for you next. Coming for you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.